Hey, Mark. Hey, Katie. Hey, you want to do a podcast? Yeah. Sweet. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to the Unforget Yourself Show, where we use the power of woo and the proof of science to help you identify your blind spots, get over your own bullshit, <gasps> so that you can do the fucking thing you actually want to do. Absolutely. I'm Mark. And I'm Katie. And we're the founders of Unforget Yourself and the creators of the Unforget Yourself system. Look, being a business owner is tough. Yeah. With vulnerability and with humor, mm-hmm. we'll be sharing with you the real stories behind the success of those brave and crazy enough to start their own business and to show you that you're not alone. You're not. Well, from the accidental entrepreneur to the laser-focused CEO, we have honest conversations about how they got to where they are today. We talk about the challenges that they faced and what they're currently dealing with in real time on their roller coaster journey. Along the way, we want to show you that it's, it's you. You are the most important asset in your business. Yeah, you are. So let's cut the bullshit and start the show. Enjoy. Okay. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. So today we have with us Joni DeCampley, owner of Boobalicious, the all-natural and vegan body hygiene products. Fantastic. Hey, Joni, welcome to the show. Well, thank you for having me. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you so much. Oh, you're so, so welcome. Hey, can you expand a bit more on, you know, tell us, Boobalicious, where are you with your business today and who who is this for? Okay, where I am today, well, first of all, I'm 57. So, you know, if, you, if you're 57 and older, you can do anything you put your mind to. I started this business with just an idea and $75. And now here we are almost 10 years later and where I am today, and I'm just going to be real and raw. I, I have a small business and it's a small business. And I had people thinking I'm in this big business and I'm not, and I'm not afraid to tell you or anyone, I'm not a big business. I'm not going to lie who I really am. Mm. So where I'm at in business right now, I'm stuck. Uh, I'm just stuck because people with businesses and I see, and we were talking earlier, I see podcasts with people like with businesses and it seems like they're so successful and they're not. And they're sitting on this podcast or interview saying how successful they are. And I know maybe one or two of them and I know they're not. And I'm just, I just want to be real. Like I tell people the truth. And I had someone tell me, you got to fake it to make it. And I want to, or you got to fake it to make it. Well, I want to make it and I don't want to fake it. Mm. You now, know, this this whole concept here, yeah, we, we see so many people bragging about what they do, what the revenue is, how big they actually are behind the scenes, struggling, trying yeah. to make ends meet. And from that, I understand there's a whole lot of ego and pride and fake it till you make it. There is some there is some truth to that to get yourself into the personality to be able to take your business, your service to the next level. However, I think where you're coming from here is what's what do we want people to know those just starting out in entrepreneurship those doing it for a couple of years who may be struggling and seeing everyone else succeed it's like no welcome to the forget yourself show this is where we go behind the scenes and say it's tough it is hard but we're all in this together so i love you jumping in with the realness about yeah here's where i'm at here's what i've seen here's the message i want to share beautiful and yeah, and I feel like if you're in your business and you're struggling, you need to step back for a month. I think that's what I did. Uh, step back. 
enjoy your life, do what you spend time with your family, do what you need to do. And, and don't look at your competition. Don't, don't just look straight ahead. Don't look, don't worry what's behind you because I mm -hmm. used to look at my competition. Like, oh, I was before them. I was before them. It doesn't matter. I want everyone to be success successful, but you struggle with, well, how come they're success successful with the same concept that I have and I'm not, what am I doing wrong? So I think when you doubt yourself, I think that ingrains in you personally for me, and then you stop, you get stuck. And I think That's I felt stuck. That one line, what am I doing wrong? Oh my gosh, that is the killer of dreams, destroyer of businesses. What happens to you with your business, your actions, your feelings, once you have that thought of what am I doing wrong? I, I personally struggle with it. What am I doing wrong? And then you know what? I learned and we were just discussing that I'm not going to think about what I am doing wrong. I'm just going to do. I'm just going to keep doing what I've been doing and go back to the basics because I was, you know, happier. Go, just doing the basics and not worrying about what everyone else was doing. Mm. I was just selling my product, proud of my product, and I was selling it and people are loving it. And if it's 10 people versus a thousand, I'm happy for the 10 people that I'm helping. Mm. And to find that and do that in an authentic way for you personally that lights you up, 10, thousand, why can't it be 10 million if you find the right way for you to enjoy and build and do this? And maybe that's the, there's a fine line, not doing what everyone else says to do, not doing it in their way, but finding what lights you up. So let's just go through this in timeline. So what was it for you? What, what was it that made you think, yes, this is it. This is what I'm going to start. This is the business that I want to do. What was that catalyst for you? You know, if I can tell the story, because this is the truth, I, I didn't even know at that time I wanted a business or what an entrepreneur was. I was laid off from my corporate job and I was working in a boutique. I was 47 and I had the awful boob sweat that I never had before, and I actually had odor, and I was mortified in that moment, and I turned to my coworker and I said, I am mortified, and I am going to create an all-natural breast deodorant, because that's what we need, and it just, I just said it like that, and you know what, I thought about it, everyone that would come in that store, I interviewed them, would you wear a natural breast deodorant? I'm telling you, almost all of the ladies said, oh, my gosh, where can I get one? Because nothing was around at that time. Mm. And, well, there was fresh breast, which was a loose and not a, a boob, like a stick deodorant. So my husband said to me one day, would you stop talking about it and just do it? So I ran up to my computer, looked at all the ingredients, created a formula. My stepmom sent me $75 and said, if you don't try, you'll never know. And that's how I became an entrepreneur, not even knowing that I wanted to be one. So you are you are the accidental entrepreneur. You didn't I really do this. You definitely. kind of fell into it. But I, that start of the story, you're, those two family members who are like, they believed in you. They had your back. In fact, without them, it wouldn't have happened. So that's that support, that nudge is, that's huge. 
Wow, that, you know, you are so right, because I remember telling people, certain people, that, you know, I was going to make a breast deodorant, and I remember sitting out at dinner, you know, it was all crowd around, and I was talking about it to my friend, and someone overheard me, and they said, did I hear you right? You're going to make a breast deodorant? That'll never work, and she was laughing, and that really, I'll tell you what, that took my dreams away. And I was not going to do it at all. And that's when my husband said, you can't listen to the naysayers. You do what mm. you want to do. Fantastic. So let's fast forward a little bit. So you've, you've, you've gained this. You've had the knocks already. You've, you've got the support. And what was your first hurdle? Was it, how the hell do I do this? Or was it, what's doing business? What was the first barrier for you? Product, business? What was that? You know, it was everything. Like, how do I even do this? And Google was my best friend. So I started every question I had, I would ask Google, where do I find containers? Where do I find ingredients? And Google was my best friend. I, I literally learned everything from Google. That was my best resource. Mm. So your CEO at the time was Mr. Google. It was Mr. Google. But, oh my gosh. So the resourcefulness that comes in. So what, what was it like once you once you finally had your, your product, once you finally had this made and it was real, what was that moment like? You know, uh, and I always tell this story. Uh, his name is Charlie, and I had my product, and this is before I was on Etsy because I didn't even know anything about Etsy. And someone told me there was a farmer's market around my neighborhood. So I put all the boobalicious in my pink basket and I walked to the or drove to the farmer's market, went in there and they had other products in there. And I was waiting for the owner to talk to the owner to see if I could sell my product in there. And there was a customer there and he was saying, what is this? And I was explaining to him, it's for boob sweat. It's all natural. And he was laughing because, you know what? My wife goes to the gym and she sweats so much. And he, he really didn't say it that way, but we'll leave that out. <laughs> so he bought two of them and he kind of thought it was like a joke, but he figured, let me try this for my wife. Well, anyway, yeah. I don't know, about a week later, he uh, Facebook messaged me and he said, Joni, my wife loves Boobalicious. She doesn't sweat through her bra. And he thanked me for it. So he was my first customer. And the farmer's market started selling Boobalicious and it was selling out at the farmer's market. And that Fantastic. was, my, yes, I was really excited about that. So this was, come on, this is this is a, a rocket ship. You're you're moving. You're making moves. There was no way this couldn't succeed. So, what happened in your way to glory and fame? Oh, you know, through the journey, there's so many ups and downs, <laughs> and the ups are great. The downs, you know, I think make you stronger, mm. and it makes you want to get up and do better. Um, the journey and you know I was telling you earlier Grant Cardone because I didn't know anything about business and I was just on Instagram and Grant Cardone was talking about entrepreneurship how to get started it's so important to invest in yourself mm. and to learn so I took all his words and did exactly what he said and I invested in myself and I started going to uh, to network I went to events yeah. I started networking meeting different people and then we're talking about Etsy. Someone told me about Etsy and I put my product on Etsy and I got overwhelmed because there were so many deodorants on Etsy 
And I'm thinking, how am I going to sell Boobalicious on Etsy with this competition? Again, don't worry about your competition because within 24 hours, I sold my first product on Etsy. And I've been on there ever since. Fantastic. So what, what would you say have been the highlights for you over over the 10 years as you've sort of grown, as you've, as you've changed and morphed? What are the things that stand out as? What stands out for me, I was interviewed by Kevin Harrington from the, the original Shark Tank on Facebook. I was interviewed by him uh, with uh, Women's World. I was in Women's World magazine. I was in Allure Beauty, the product was in Allure yeah. Beauty, Cosmo in the Philippines. And what really sticks out now that I'm thinking about everything, when I put a Boobalicious on Etsy, one of my friends, I don't know, maybe like a year later, half a year later, she called me up. She was, you were in an article in the UK. There was a big article about Boobalicious and a few other products. And I went international in the UK in the daily news. It was negative because again, there was no breast deodorant. So everyone was making a joke about it. But because of that negative article in the UK, I have customers from the UK now. I started getting sales from that negative article from the mm. UK. Nice. So all these making waves and being seen visibility, there's a positive, there's a silver lining on everything. There's a way because it wasn't a fight for you. It was, this was happening. It was more natural. And I love that that's <laughs> the negative review is like, but you hold your space. You know what you're doing. You had a reason, you had passion, you had all this desire behind it. And whatever they say, that can't compete with that. And, and so true, because it, it did happen. And this was organically natural. I didn't know anything about business. And all these great things were happening to me and Boobalicious. And, you, you know, I just want to give back through Boobalicious. You know, of course, I want to be su successful, but I want to give back. And, you know, I try to give back as much as I can. If it's little or big, you know, I just love to give back to others. Mm. So one of the ways we can give back, because we were sort of chatting away offline for, for a while, learning all about the, the, the backstory and what it's like for you and your business, all the, the ups and the downs and sharing our stories, all the lessons that we learn along the way. Um, this is what other entrepreneurs need to learn from. Mistakes that we've all made. Oh my gosh, learn from us so you don't have to do this dumb shit that we did. That's part of this. But- yes. Yeah. Say, look, the biggest thing is, is that we that you shared with me is, is listening and tapping into your intuition, trusting yourself in the process. If you were able to trust yourself even more or go back to a past version of you and, and just really ram this down and say, trust yourself, understand yourself, what may have changed during your time? I think I would have went further if I trusted myself more because I didn't know what I didn't know about business. So I trusted others. And I'm not saying everyone's not trustworthy <clears> because there <throat> is, but I think when you're in the moment and I gave you an example, this uh, fellow reached out to me and said, I want to be your partner. And I was so excited that someone believed in me and wanted to be my partner. And it didn't turn out. I didn't do my homework. I didn't look into his background. I didn't, I didn't, you got to do your homework. You, mm. Before you make that commitment and before you sign a contract, work with that partner for three months before you know 
if you really want that person as a partner. I mm. should have done all those things that I know now, but I didn't. And, and, and then I saw red flags and I knew something was, I didn't know what was going on because I didn't know a lot about business, but I knew there was red flags, but I could not explain those red flags. Mm. And that's when I said, I think I need to move on. And I was right about those intuitions. Yeah, so hindsight's great. Hindsight, we can look back on anything, but in the moment, it's tough, especially when we're so emotionally involved in our, in our business, which are so many people are. It's a passion project. It's come from a desire to help, to let others not go through what we went through. Mm -hmm. So it's, we can, it's easy to be blinded or have the, the rose-tinted lenses going on. Yeah, I think we need to believe in ourselves more. And that I was lacking that. I didn't believe in myself more than I should. Mm. So how, how are you looking to turn this around? Because now you've, you've, got, you've got a wealth of experience. You've got a, a, a crowd of raving fans behind you, people cheering you on. What's, what's holding you back? I think my past is holding me back of all the things that happened. And, I, and it's not that I'm complaining about them because I'm grateful for those things because it made me who I am today. It made mm -hmm. me stronger. It made you know, I don't want to say more humble because I believe I was always humble and a nice person, but I was a single mom that lost the house, lost the car, lost everything. And I set goals. And I think that helped me in my entrepreneurship. I set mm -hmm. goals. I'm going to get a, get a job, buy a car, then get myself an apartment. Within a year, I had all that with two kids. So I figure if you can get that mindset and keep that mindset, there's no telling what you can do. And, and again, we were talking about the journey, the real, it's hard. It's, it, I mean, you have your ups and you have your downs. And I was just saying, I don't let know if I want to do this another year. Do I want mm. another partner? Do I want to sell the business? And you, I struggle with that. Like, I don't know what I want now, mm. but, I, but in the back of my mind, I know I have a great product and I just need, I don't know what I need, but it's just, it's just, it's just hard. I think when the trust issue, you know, having a bad partner, mm manufacture and now and again a lot of entrepreneurs have stories like this and it you know you know the manufacturer taking my um formula and selling breast deodorant at private label and having a good friend you know i gave her money for labels and she took my money and ran and, and that's a good friend so you know it's like who do you trust hmm. how who do you go to and what is the next step and so what I did, I went back to the basics. I went back to when I, how I first started out and I'm not doing social media as much as I used to. I'm working on me mm -hmm. and I'm working on, on Boobalicious, how to make the product better and, and come up with new ideas and reaching out to boutiques, which I'm getting order through boutiques. And I'm reaching out to different people, but I'm doing it behind the scene. Sometimes mm. everyone says, be loud, be loud. But sometimes you need to step back and do you and be quiet be behind the scene and watch your product grow. Mm. There is that. I mean, yeah, that the, the hustle mentality of plow forward, keep going, be on all the social media platforms, do all this, do that. And you, know, you, you get 
both sides of this. I mean, in, in Grant's world, it's very much, you need to 10X this, here's what you do. There is methodology behind it. It works, it's beautiful. There is a nuance to this, which sometimes can be missed. How you manage yourself, your business, your health, your finances, there's, there's so much to this that going big, going strong, can only happen for a certain amount of time if you're not taking care of yourself. So it sounds like you've reached a point where, oh my gosh, you're questioning your very business. The baby that you created, it's taken its toll. It's tough. Mm -hmm. So your ability to step back and be like, hold on, hold the phone. Where am I going? What do I want? What did that feel like to be able to hold space for, I'm going to pause? What was that like for you? You know what? I was okay with it. I needed that break. And it's so funny, you know, I'm sitting here talking to you, like I'm grateful for this podcast. Here, I wanted to step back and and not do anything. And then I found you to do this podcast, which I'm so grateful for. And last week I had an interview with a uh, a girl, uh, this uh, well, a young woman, and she is in a business about go she's going through to all these uh, big hotels like the Marriott, the Radisson, Quality Inn, and mm. she's getting a contract with their uh, health, their their boutique. They have all you know. The Marriott has boutiques, and she pick she's picking out women with the uh, products, and she picked me, and I just interviewed with her last week, and. See, sometimes when you don't try so hard, people come to you. That's, let me frame that. Let me put beautiful fairy lights around it. When you don't try so hard, I am not dissing hard work. We have to put the grind and hustle in at times. Mm -hmm. But when it feels like you're in flow, when things feel like there's less resistance to it, when you're actually fucking enjoying what you do, it makes such a difference. It, it so does like, you know, hey, I've chased uh, boutiques, buy my product. Do you want my product? And, and it, you know, I would go to the store. Do you want this product? No, no, no. Yes, yes. But when you step back and you do the work behind for me, when I did the work behind the scene and just, you know, go back to the basics and enjoy what I was doing mm. and taking care of myself and writing down what I'm grateful for it, it for you know, the universe comes to you. And that's what's happening right now for these past two weeks for me. Okay. So let's leverage this. What do you, what do you, what do you, do you want? I know you said you're stuck and you're not quite sure, but what would you like to see happen? What, what, let's just play with this. What, what's possible? I would love to grow the brand, not for me, but for others. Yes, I want to be financially successful, but I honestly don't need millions. I need millions to help others, but not to mm. help me. Mm. I was just saying, you know, like, you know, I have two children or three children. One has mental health issues. One's an alcoholic. And going through when I first created the brand, and this is where I knew my per what my purpose was. When I first created the brand and put it on Etsy, all the money I made through Etsy help my children's recovery and I give back uh, and I can't give back a lot but I give back what I can and my daughter went to miracles to happen in Delray Florida and I paid for someone's month's rent to get them started because the family didn't have the money so 
I definitely want to give back and I want to give back big. And that's my purpose. And that's why I would love to grow the brand to help others. So the more successful your brand is, the more boobs you touch. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> the more resources come through, the more you can do the work that you love to do. That's what it's all that's about. So true. Mm -hmm. That's what it's okay. all about, to give back. It's time to leverage. It's time to move. You've, you've recalibrated. You've found this. You know the stories that are holding you back. Mm -hmm. This is where I get to lovely pop my coach's hat on. <laughs> like, okay, cool. Where are we going with this? Because you know what's holding you back. You know what you truly want. You, you're, you're a walking contradiction. You told me you're not quite sure, but actually deep down, you, you, you do know. So what, what is that? Is it, is it the fear of failure, fear of success? fear of the unknown not fear of failure because i failed through these 10 years a lot and that failure helped me be stronger mm. i don't regret anything that has happened in my business because it helped me be stronger and to be more wiser in the business so that i'm i'm grateful for in a weird way i'm grateful for those failures yeah. so it would be i'm afraid of success I, I, I really, truly believe that's holding me back and I need to figure it out and I need to keep pushing. And I, and my goal is to be who I am. Mm. I'm not going to say, you know, I, when I bump into people, they think my business is so big. It's a small business. And I, and it's, I don't, I don't need to lie about it, you know? And, uh, you know, I, I had a manufacturer that, you know, like I said to my recipe, so right now I'm making it myself and I'm okay with that. I, I don't have a manufacturer and people say, well, you got to tell people you have one, but the truth is I don't. So why do I have to lie? Mm. And a, a coach told me that. And I told that coach, why do I have to lie? That's not the truth. Yeah. And I won't Ooh, lie. That inauthenticity, the, it catches up with you. And it's then you're no worse than all the people that you said mentioned at the start of the show, which is you know, putting up this facade, saying all this stuff. It's, it doesn't help a lot of people. So I love your angle, love where you're going, and I wish you all, all the love and success as you do grow your brand, do reach more people, and then, oh my gosh, help the world with what you do. Beautiful. I appreciate that. Thank you so much. Hey, Joni, you're welcome. Look, if people want to find out more about you and Boobalicious, where can they find you? I have a website, loveboobalicious.com, L-U-V-B-O-O-B-A-L-I-C-I-O-U-S.com. All right, everyone, go check it out. Boobs or not, check it mm -hmm. out. And Joni, thank you so much for sharing your story and helping inspire people with you know, what is it what's really going on behind the scenes thank you so much thank you i appreciate it you're welcome hey katie yeah mark want to do an outro i sure do sweet hey thank you so so much for listening and making it to the end yay you so what happens next we ask them the things that podcasters are supposed to ask at the end of an episode. Can you please rate, review, download? Subscribe. Mm. Yeah. But why is it important? Because that's how 
our podcast gets noticed. That's how people find us. It is, and we want all their earballs. <laughs> all the earballs all over the place. We do. Nice. Yeah, so please do all those things. We'll be ever so grateful. And then more people hear your beautiful voice. Or yours. Oh, yeah. <laughs> See you next time. Bye.